Crow marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female, and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion, or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work, and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. I know you want to grow your business because let's be real, who doesn't? But the reality is, is that if you don't know your business persona and you don't fully know the stage of business growth that you're in, you might accidentally waste a lot of time, money, and energy focusing on the wrong things in order to get your business from where it is to where you want to be. And if you know anything about me, you know I am obsessed with the show Parks and Rec, which is why I created a really fun and free quiz to help you figure out your Parks and Rec biz persona, which will help show you exactly what you should focus on for your next steps of business growth. So to take the quiz, you can head right on over to bit.ly forward slash biz growth quiz to find out your Parks and Rec biz persona and then get custom advice from me based on that with what you should focus on next for your success. Hey, hey, welcome to the Sell It Sister podcast. Today, I'm sharing with you three lessons from three years in business. And this was not one that I was planning on sharing, uh, not for any reason other than I just, I hadn't thought of it. And then I knew that my business anniversary was coming up soon. I could never remember the exact day. I knew it was sometime in September-ish. I always just celebrate with my friend Kia Young, who's a guest on the podcast, um, because she knows hers, and it's uh, September 24th. And so, yeah, so we, we are celebrating together this week. So when this comes out, it will actually technically be the week after my business anniversary week. Uh, but I knew because I knew that we had started around the same time, which is why I just always kind of borrow her anniversary. Um, I I was watching my Facebook, the memories post to see, because I thought, you know, maybe it'll come up and then I'll know for sure. And turns out it did. It was the 21st. Um, so yesterday, as of when I'm recording this now, and what really threw me for a loop though, so it's, you know, Monday morning and I'm just kind of scrolling on my phone a little bit before diving into my money Monday and my CEO day. And I realize there are two comments on the post from my friend Ashley who passed away suddenly and tragically almost two years ago. And that was understandably 
a gut punch. And I ended up doing an impromptu live uh, on Instagram, just kind of talking about what I've learned in three years, my biggest takeaways and, and all of that. And I thought, you know what? I should probably record this into a podcast uh, so that it could live longer than that Instagram live. And I will say, so this is three years of Erica Tebbins Consulting. I've been running businesses much, much longer than that. But this is, uh, so I, I've now completed uh, three full years in this business, which in some ways feels like I just started. And in other ways, it feels like it's already been longer than than three years. But, you know, there's nothing quite like looking death in the face to really get reflective and think about, you know, what what would I tell somebody else if they were just starting out or if they're feeling frustrated in their business, what would be the biggest lessons that I could impart on them to enable them to have a more thriving and enjoyable business. So now I'm going to share those with you. This should be a relatively um, quick episode, but I hope you love it. And if you have any questions or anything, I hang out mostly on Instagram. So find me over there, say hi, uh, take a screenshot of this, post it in your stories and tag me because I love, love, love to, you know, see who's listening and to uh, connect with, connect with you and say hi. So without further ado, Uh, Lesson number one, which is, I feel like, you know, kind of, kind of the most uh, crucial thing of all is to do the damn thing and do it big. So this was the first thing that came to mind because of thinking about the passing of my friend and what often really gets in people's way. And you know, to be honest, has gotten in my own way over the last three years in in little ways here and there. And that is playing small. So if you'll remember, I had Tara Moore on about her book, uh, Playing Big. Highly recommend checking out that episode and reading that book. But we tend to play really small for a lot of reasons. Some are, uh, you know, cultural, societal, uh, you know, white supremacist, like, patriarchal capitalistic things that tell um, women and gender expansive people to hide away, to not take up space, uh, to not be super visible, right? And we like that is just kind of an across the board thing. And then we have personal stuff from our own lives that can encourage us to not really like show up, excuse me, in the way that we can and should um, for ourselves and our and our businesses. And I, the reason why this felt the most kind of crucial is it's sort of that thing of, you know, when you think of death and, and regret and, and all of that, it's like, you know, what would you have done if you weren't worried about judgment? What would you have been able to do, or at least tried to do if you weren't worried what people would think or say or assume or criticize, like, what would you do? Because I think it when you navigate from a place of, well, I'm going to do it anyways, and I'm just going to see what happens. And if other people don't like it, well, then that's that's their business and their problem. It's not my problem. I think everything else after the fact honestly becomes easier. And this is a practice. Like this isn't something you can just wake up and 
and do and be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, guess what? I don't care about what people think anymore. Like, huzzah. That's not realistic either. But I think, you know, if, if you were sitting there thinking like, well, I want to, you know, talk about my business on like Instagram or on my Facebook or, um, you know, wherever. And you're like, well, what are my, what are my parents going to think? Cause I, you know, I went to college for this degree and now I'm not using it or whatever. Or what's my ex going to think who still like follows me on social media or that like those friends from high school that were still connected on Facebook, but we've kind of like fallen out of touch and are they going to be super judgmental, right? We, we have these things like we don't like to kind of openly talk about them because it feels really embarrassing, right? But we, we all have these things where we're like, well, I don't want to be visible because what if, right? What if somebody criticizes me? What if they don't understand what I'm doing? What if they think I'm dumb? What if it doesn't work and then I fail publicly, right? There, there's all of this different stuff that comes up. And I will say, if it's any solace for you, I swear I don't think my parents fully, fully understand what I do. And like, I went to a really good, like, I went to a private high school. I went to private college. My parents made lots of sacrifices for me. Like, they had other ideas about the path I would go down. And yet here I am and I love what I do and I feel tons of gratitude that I get to do it. But I don't think that they fully understand what it is I do. And even if they kind of understand it, I think that they don't understand that I actually like make money doing it. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. But at the end of the day, they they aren't my clients, right? They're not the people who... I'm doing this work for, I'm doing it for myself. I'm doing it for the people that I serve with my work. And that is okay. Like I, I make my peace with that. And the longer I do this, the more confidence I have, the more I'm able to be more visible. And, uh, I, I plan on doing an episode about self-trust next week, which we'll kind of talk more about this, but the more comfortable I am just being sort of loud and proud that this is what I do and this is why I do it and that it's not for everyone, but I love doing it and it's okay if you don't understand or if you don't like it, but I'm going to keep doing it, right? So do the damn thing and do it big and just know that it's a practice. You you can only get more confident through the doing, sitting around and, and thinking about it and trying to overthink about it to prepare for every possible scenario and to you know, feel like you're protecting yourself. Like there, there's just, it's, it's a waste. I, as somebody who loves to overthink <laughs> about things, I promise you it's a waste. There will be good and bad things that come up along the way that you could never predict, but you will only know through the doing. So that would be the, the biggest because I, I really just think like if Ashley was still alive, what would she, uh, you know, what would she have been able to, do and um and not even just like in a productive like what would she be have been able to accomplish sort of way but like how would she have been able to keep impacting the world and I I think also I'm recording this on the heels of uh Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing and you know she lived a long life and she impacted uh a lot of people in various ways and you know it it made it just like her passing made me think that, you know, what if she had been 
afraid, like truly afraid of the judgment of becoming a lawyer as a woman in a time when that didn't happen and being criticized along the way. Like what if she had let criticism or the fear of criticism or judgment get in the way? Like we, we wouldn't have had her as a Supreme court justice. Right. So I think sometimes it's just, you know, we, we can all use the reminder uh, that we can we can put our egos aside and our fears and our worries aside and know that we are doing the thing that we want to do for something larger than just ourselves a lot of the time and that we we are worthy of doing it and that there's no way to stave off all judgment and all criticism. It's it's just impossible. So that should never be the goal. The goal should be you know, do we feel proud of ourselves? Do we feel like we are going after what we want to go after and and being who we want to be in this world? Uh, the next one is invest in yourself. So whatever that looks like for you, I can't make that judgment call for you. I don't want to, you know, pre-spend any of your money or any of your time. Uh, it's That is really none of my business how you choose to do that. But I think about how far I've come in three years, and I know that I wouldn't be where I am if it weren't for investments I made um, both right at the beginning it with hiring my first coach and also with investing in different things along the way over the last three years. So I kind of view it as like, uh, if you remember, you know, the Super Mario Brothers games, there is those, the green like tubes, uh, those like warp tubes or whatever the heck they're called. I don't even remember where you can go in and then you suddenly jump ahead like four levels, right? It's not cheating. There's nothing wrong with doing it in the game. It's just being savvy. It's it's a way to get to the castle and, you know, uh, defeat King Koopa and stuff faster and, you know, rescue the princess and and all all of that stuff, Princess Peach. It's a way to get to that end goal a lot faster. And so there is nothing wrong with being smart and being savvy and wanting to get to your end goal faster and without as much frustration and struggle. So whether that is, you know, you're investing in some level of coaching, you're investing in um, paid support like VAs, uh, whether, you know, you're doing like masterminds, anything like that, uh, I would really, really, really encourage you, not that you constantly have to be investing, but if you are just trying to cobble together all of the answers from a million different people's freebies, it is going to pull you in a million different directions with a million different methodologies and you're going to waste a lot of time and you're going to get super frustrated. So I I have a lot more I could say on the investing topic, but I will just leave it at that. There's nothing wrong with getting help. Uh, There is nothing wrong with, you know, investing in yourself before you even have clients, I would say. Like, that's what I did. I just, I, I was switching industries. I didn't even have clients yet. And I was like, I know how to do business, but I don't know how to do an online business where I sell services instead of products. So I'm going to hire somebody who does so that I can get the shortcut. And I did. And I'm, I'm better off for it and I'm further along 
for it. And if you want to have more conversations about investing, um, like truly no pressure conversations, I'm always, I'm always happy to help people with it because I just, I, I think that it is, it is so vital. Uh, and the third one is have the mindset of, I'm going to make this work, not let's see if this works. So a huge difference I see between people who really have longevity and larger success. Uh, and, and this also, honestly, this loops back to with investing too. Like I going, going into this business, my success was non-negotiable. Like I just decided there was no plan B. There was no, oh, I'm going to go back to my other business that I had before. If this doesn't work, there was none of that. It was, I'm going to make this work. So it, it honestly became very easy to invest in my first coach right out the gate because I was like, this is it. Like I, I'm not going to see if I can do this. I'm going to figure out the best way that I can do this and that I can reach my goals. And so spending money when I was terrified and unsure of how everything was going to look and I didn't have any clients yet, like it was more of a, I trust myself that this will be an investment and not a cost. This is going to get me where I want to be and not just deplete me because ultimately I am going to take whatever my coach says. I'm going to run with it. I'm going to put it into action. I'm going to be coachable. I'm going to be flexible, like the whole thing. Um, because I was, I was not going to see if it would work. I was going to make it work. So the, the people who have longevity, I feel like are the, the people who really have that mindset of like, we're going to figure this out. There, there will be obstacles, there will be wins, but no matter what along the way, like, you know, we're going to stay flexible to change. We're going to be open to opportunity. We're going to do all that, but I'm not quitting on myself. I'm a hundred percent going to make this happen. And I think that far too often people go, well, I'm, I'm going to see if this works. You know, I, I think I would, I think I want to do this. Like, I think I want to do uh, copywriting. I think I want to be like a VA. I, you know, I think I want to do, be like a social media strategist and, and hopefully this works. And if it doesn't, then I'll figure something else out. And I feel like the, the problem with that is, is that energetically you are sort of always waiting for that catch, for that loophole that is going to let you off the hook that is going to prove to you, like, see, you, you weren't meant to do this. You, there's no way you can ever succeed at this. Like, and you know, all the other mind trash that we tell ourselves, like, I feel like it just makes it too easy for that to happen. And we start to look for those outs. We start to look for the proof that supports our belief rather than coming at it and being like, nope, I don't, I don't know exactly how this is going to work. I don't know exactly what I need to do, but I know that I will figure it out. And I think in that, in, you know, in that realm too, is if you have that belief, it also loops, kind of loops back to that first one, right? If you're like, I'm just going to go for it and I'm going to make it happen. And I'm determined to 
be a successful entrepreneur, even if my business morphs over time, I'm determined to do that, then I feel like just all of the rest like clicks into place. You, you don't lose as much sleep thinking about that one person from high school that might be watching your Insta stories and judging you. You don't worry about, you know, I don't know, getting the help that you want, like joining that, that mastermind or, you know, that group program that you see is, is launching and you, you love the person running it. And you're like, I don't know, it feels like a stretch, but it also feels really exciting. Like you're just kind of like, okay, like you're not waiting for somebody else to come along and save you because you know that you can save yourself and that you know, you're going to have that resiliency along, along the way. So I hope that you found all of this helpful. Again, if you have any questions, like I could, there's so many more lessons. I could probably give you 30 lessons, but I feel like those were the the key, most crucial things over the past three years. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see what the next three years holds. I really am. Uh, and who knows? I mean, I now that I've been doing it for three years, I can unequivocally say it will not look exactly like this three years from now because three years ago, I couldn't have imagined it looking like this now. Um, but I will say that it's beyond, it's beyond my wildest dreams. And at the, and three years ago when I closed a successful business and I started to do this, um, and that, that was one other thing, sorry, in, in point one that I, I forgot to say is that because my previous, um, one of the previous businesses I ran was in direct sales. I had like a team, I had actual people who were like looking up to me, who were relying on me, you know, all of this stuff. And I had colleagues who also had a lot of respect for me and everything. And I was really, I was nervous about that judgment. And I really just, I had to let it go. I had to just surrender to the fact that some people might be pissed and some people might not understand and some people might talk crap, but I I couldn't live my life for those people, right? I don't live my life for myself. And I think back now to how fearful I was and confused I was. And I would, there was this part of me that was like, you are so stupid. You are leaving a sure bet behind, right? You're leaving this sure bet behind you. You know exactly like how to make money in this business. Like, you know, you know, like the whole thing I could go on and on. I won't bore you, but I had all of these really heavy, burnsome thoughts that were like, you're going to give this up. You're going to burn this bridge. You're going to destroy your business. You're going to try this new thing. And if it doesn't work, then like, like think of how you're going to feel. Think of how crappy you're going to feel when you totally fail. Like this is that mean, like mean girl ego voice, right? You're totally going to fail you're going to screw this all up. You're going to be the laughing stock of everyone who knew you in the previous business. And you're a fool. Like you're an absolute fool. And why can't you just be normal and like have a nine to five like other people? Like, why do you have to be so stubborn? And this was like, this was like on and on and on. 
But there was this like pull in my heart that was like, you know, just try this. You were, you're being called to try this thing and just try it. Like what, like ultimately what is the worst that's going to happen? The worst that's going to happen is you will never figure out how to get clients. You will never figure out how to make money. And then like you could always pivot back to selling products, right? Like what I was more familiar with, I knew I could always do that. And, but I was, I was unwilling to not at least try. And I feel like 2020 has shown us like even in the last few weeks, so many people I know have just had really upsetting like losses, like losing their home to fire, uh, losing, um, loved ones, just all, there's all of this stuff. And so I feel like it's just, you know, in the pandemic and, and everything that has been happening this year is really proof that if we don't just go for it, if we don't just kind of say like, what the hell? Like, I'm just going to try. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to go all in on myself and on my dreams. And I'm just going to go for it. And, and I refuse to not at least try to show up for myself and try to show up for the people I want to serve. Like I, I, th- I would think and would hope that we're sort of entering a, a period where we can really clearly see like, if not now, then when, and if not me, then who, right? So this actually went a little longer than I thought. It's all good. It's still not a super long episode or anything. Um, But I I hope that you found this really, really valuable. I'm so excited to see who I get to work with in the next three years. And I know that if this podcast still exists, then I will do another one of these episodes then. All right, have a beautiful week and as always, happy selling. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sell It Sister podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too. Okay, now get out there and sell it, sister.